Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Zero Limit Life podcast. My name is Olusheye Igbafe, your host, and as always, I'm glad to have you with me. Today, we're going to be talking about five steps to effective decision making. This episode is the second part of a two-part series on decision making. So if you have not listened to my first episode, I will encourage you to go and listen to it. Because in that episode, I did lay the foundation of why it is important to um, build your decision making skills, how your life is a product of your decisions, and you know several other very important things that you should know about decision making. In today's episode, I'm going to zoom in on how to make effective decisions. Now, in the last episode, I did start off talking about the different levels of decisions. Every day we make thousands of decisions and some decisions are typically, you know, they are inconsequential. What shall I wear? You know, what hairstyle shall I make? They are not life changing or life altering decisions. They're just everyday decisions. And for those decisions, we can make them based on our feelings or in our emotions. We can make them, you know, on our whims. We, we don't need to give them so much deep thought because they don't really impact our lives on the long run. However, there are also um, decisions that are called consequential decisions or long-term decisions. Uh, and these are decisions that can alter the course of our lives. They can change our lives. They have far-reaching implications and far-reaching consequences on our lives. And so when it comes to those decisions, we can't make them the same way we make everyday um, inconsequential decisions. We have to pay, give time and attention to making those decisions. We have to go through a proper process so that we can make quality decisions. Because remember, your life is a product of your decision. So the better you are able to make decisions, the better the quality of your life. So we, we're talking today about five steps to effective decision making because there are several things, there are several processes that you should go through in making effective and quality decisions. Now, before we even zoom in into the five steps, I want to talk about how to set the stage for decision-making. When you want to make a decision that has far-reaching consequences or will have high impact on your life, you have to, number one, be very careful with the timing. You have to choose the timing where you are going to make the decisions. Don't make this decision on the go. Don't make the decision while driving. Don't try to make the decision while you are shopping or while you are working or while you are cleaning. Don't try to multitask when it comes to consequential or life altering decisions. Set aside a time, you know, and a quiet place where you'll be settled and you will concentrate and you will make an effective decision. If you're trying to make it while you're doing other things, you will be distracted and you will not be able to give your full attention and your full mind to that decision. And that will impact on the quality of your decision. So set aside time and give your full attention to the decision making process. Number two, check your emotions. When it comes to um, decisions that are far reaching in implication, we have a tendency to always be overwhelmed with emotions. We are dealing with sometimes we are with fear, we are dealing with love, we are dealing with physical attraction, we are dealing with excitement. And when these feelings overwhelm us, we do not reason deeply and thoroughly in, the, in making the decisions. So you have to check your emotions. Are you overwhelmed with emotions? Are you overwhelmed with emotions? If you are overwhelmed with emotions, then you should postpone the decision making. You know, suspend it to such a time that you can keep your emotions under control. Now, I am not saying that emotions do not matter because emotions do matter. 
they have their place but you do not want to make your decisions based solely on emotions because emotions you know they they, they come and they go so you can be excited one minute and the next minute the excitement is gone and if you have made a life-changing decision based on the fact that you are <laughs> excited you're going to be stuck with that decision so you have to bring yourself to a point where your emotions are under control uh, before you make decisions. Number three, check in with your values. You know, factor in your values, your goal, your faith into decision making. If the, if the decision in question contravenes your values, contravenes your goals, contravenes your faith, you know, goes against all you believe in, then why is it even a decision that you are making? You must make decisions that are in, you know, in line and sync with your values as a person. Otherwise, you will never be happy in those decisions. Number four, get a paper and a pencil. A lot of people try to make decisions in their head. And while I'm not saying that you are not intelligent, but making decisions in your head is like juggling a lot of balls at the same time. You will definitely lose sight of one or another at a point in time. Having a pen and a paper clarifies your mind, helps you to have all the balls drawn out and labeled and you can really see all of them. You are putting everything in perspective. Having a pen and a paper gives you a full picture so you don't miss out on anything. People make decisions, you know, and a few weeks later they realize that, oh, I actually forgot this factor. But if you are writing things down, if you are noting things down, the possibility of that is greatly re reduced. So don't put the pressure on your head get a piece of paper, get, you know, a pen, and then so that you can write out everything that you are thinking and you can capture it on paper. Lastly, number five for me in setting the stage before making your decision is prayer. I'm a Christian and I believe so much in the power of prayer. And I believe that in the quiet moments before you begin that mental engagement to make your decision, praying for guidance and wisdom is one of the best things that you can do because that even opens your mind to so many things and helps you to gather in the thoughts and the ideas that would help you to make the best decision. So I would say before you start your decision making, take out some time to pray. Now, what are the five steps to effective decision making? Number one, identify the decision and identify the decision by writing it down. You know, articulate what decision you're trying to make. What exactly is the decision that you're trying to make right here? Articulate it. And when we talk about um, life-changing decisions, um, example of such decisions could be, you know, what business do I start? Where do I invest my savings? Um, do I marry this person? Do I relocate? Do I move out of town? Do I take on this new job offer? You know, and so on and so forth. So identify the decision and write it down. What is the decision they are trying to make? That is number one. Write down the decision. Identify the decision. Number two, gather relevant information. So let's go back to the example of um, taking on a job and you want to decide, do I take on this job? There are so many things you need to find out. What is the work-life balance in that organization? What is the working culture? What is the corporate culture? Is it a toxic place? What is the distance from my house? Um... You know, what are they going to pay me? What are my future growth prospects? And so many other things. Do your research. Don't get overwhelmed by excitement and, you know, just jump into a job or get overwhelmed by fear and just run away. Make sure you gather the relevant information. And this information can be both internal and external. Now, the external information are the things that I've talked about. For the internal information, how do I feel about this? You know, what is your gut instinct? What is your mind telling you to how will this affect my family? Will they be happy about it? Will they be sad about it? You know, how will this affect my faith? That is internal information. And both of them are important. 
Okay, there are complementary information that you should gather in, in deciding. So gather as much um, relevant information as possible so that you can have a proper perspective and a proper view in making the decision. Number three, identify the alternatives. You know, decision making is also like going on a journey. And you're thinking about a means or a, or a mode of getting to where you're going. But what are the alternatives? If you don't invest in this particular business, are there other business um, choices that you have or opportunities? If you don't invest in this particular investment, are there other places where you can invest your funds? Are there safer ones that you can invest your funds? No. So identify the different alternatives. If I don't take this job, do I go back to school? Do I stay on my current job? Do I start on my business? What are the alternatives? Remember that in identifying the alternatives, the, the major thing is the goal. What do you want to achieve at the end of the day? Your goal, your focus in life. So are there different alternatives that can get you there? Identify as many alternatives as possible and write them down. Number four, weigh the evidence. Now you have identified the alternatives, you have gathered the relevant information, begin to assign weights to them. Choose a scale of your, you know, and say, okay, for things that I really love or that make a lot of sense, I'm going to give it a 10. Let's say, for example, this new job is so close to my house and it's going to cut me, um, you know, two hours cost. I mean, it's going to cut off for me two hours of traffic time. For me, that's like an eight. So I will assign to it. Um, a score of eight. The pay is a bit less than what I currently earn, so I can assign to it um, a score of minus two. So create your own skill and assign weight to the evidence. This helps you when you begin to add up all the scores, gives you a proper um, view of the decision that you are making. Number five, choose among the alternatives what suits you best. Remember, you are factored in everything. You are factored in your emotions, your time, your family, your values, your faith, then make your decision. Don't be, you know, don't be undecisive. Of course, you don't have to make the decision at once. You may need to, you know, do further investigation. You may need to gather more evidence, but don't get into an analysis paralysis where you're going over it again and again and again. No, 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 no. That's not the goal. The goal is for you to make the decision. So number five is make the decision. Choose your alternative. The beautiful thing is that you can actually have a combination of various alternatives. You can say, okay, um, because this particular fund or this particular investment is high risk, I'll only put 20% of my funds and this particular one that is safer, I'll put 80%. So you may be able to come up with an hybrid of solution, but an hybrid of solutions, but it is important that you come out with a solution, okay? Now you have come up with a solution. I'm going to throw in a bonus in, in the cycle for making effective decisions, and that is review. When you make your decisions, don't, don't make them permanent. After a few months, go back and review your decision. Was it a good decision? You know, the, the, the factors, the information that you had six months ago, are they still valid? So let's say, for example, you invested in a particular um, fund and you are discovering that, oh, maybe there's a new government policy that is altering how that fund will perform. Do you still stay with the fund? Do you cash out immediately? You know, you started a job, you did your investigation and you heard it was a good place, but working there, you're not having a good experience. Do you continue to stay there? No, you don't need to continue to stay there. You begin to make another plan to get another job and get out of there. So review is very important and we must keep reviewing, we must keep checking that these decisions that we made you know, sometimes two years ago, three years ago, are they still valid? The assumptions on which we built these decisions, are they still valid? And then we continue to stay with that decision or we make another decision as necessary. Life is a product 
of decisions. Your life is the sum of your decisions. Your ability to make decisions is crucial to you living an excellent life and being successful in your career or in your business. The better you are able to make effective decisions, the better outcomes you would have in life. And so I want you to keep this in mind, share this with family and friends so that you can also learn how to make effective decisions. And that's a wrap for today's episode. I hope you have found it valuable. Please remember to listen to the previous episode because it gives you a lot of insight into this one. Thank you for listening. Till I come your way some other time, take care of yourself. God bless you and bye. Bye.